as Muslims, as human beings, as families, as students, as any kind of group out there, any kind, any type, any size, we always have to have a representation. So if you are a minority, you need someone to represent you. If you are a group of students at school, you need someone to represent you. If you are a group of a specific belief in the city, in the county, or in the state, or in the country you're in, representation is necessary. Because obviously you can't all speak at the same time and you can't all give your opinion at the same time. It's just going to be chaos. That's why people come together and they elect or vote for or point out a representative for them. Now representatives could be religious or political or someone that is just the elder or the person that knows the most about what's the need for this group or for this sect or whatever, you know, or this party or whatever. So representation is necessary. And this is, this is a big topic that I would like to talk to today in this maybe 15, 20 minute podcast that we're having, inshallah. I welcome you back to our humble channel, humble podcast, and I really appreciate you being with us. I start our show as normally, by the name of Allah, the most high, the most merciful, the especially merciful, Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim. And obviously, we always praise Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala by saying, Alhamdulillah, all praise is due to Allah, the Most High, the one that blessed us with this beautiful life, and the one that's always blessing us with um, virtues and many bounties throughout our life. Never, never can we calculate or count the blessings of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala because they're endless. Welcome back to our show and I really hope that you're enjoying and benefiting from these podcasts. Again, you can find us on YouTube, on Facebook and Instagram, on TikTok, uh, even Twitter. Well, you know, every once in a while we post something. Um, and alhamdulillah, you know, we're doing this for our own benefit, first of all. We do this to benefit ourselves when we talk about different issues and different topics that are necessary to talk about. So representation is something that has come up because right now we're in a time of, you know, representatives, basically people are running for office so they can represent us, whether we are Muslims or non-Muslims or Arabs or non-Arabs, whatever group out there, they have a representative. And the representatives right now that are running, they are hyping themselves up, obviously. They're saying, 
I will do this, I will do that, I will stand up for you, I will make sure that the system is working with us, not against us. They're given all these promises and they're they obviously got a big list of things that they're gonna do. Now some lists are, you know, definitely a little bigger than others. And people are listening. People are, you know, sitting back and listening. Some people are actually going through and voting. Some people are saying, no, I don't vote because my vote doesn't really count. And people are definitely in desperate need for good representatives out there. Now, speaking to myself, speaking about myself, and a lot of times speaking to myself, I say, you know what? I will never vote. I will never vote. Because, you know, who am I kidding? Where is... Where is my vote ever going to count? One person in the midst of, what, 300 million people? Where is my vote going to make a difference? Now, 300 million votes will definitely make a, make a difference, but obviously not, not, 300 pe- not 300 million people here in America will vote. Not even half of them, I, I don't think. Uh, I could be wrong, obviously. I'm not speaking out of statistics. I'm just speaking out of... Um, my own theories. Now, there are votes out there that make a difference when they are collected together, obviously. So, let's say all Arabs, all Arabic-speaking people voted for someone that said, you know what, I will make sure that I represent you guys and I will make sure that I, you know, um, I will not do you guys wrong and I will make sure that I try to, you know, get some bills out there to be uh, friendly to you or whatever. Uh, or all Muslims voting for this one person that's promising, um, you know, to end or to uh, kind of cut down on racism uh, towards or prejudice towards um, Muslims or what or whatever. Or let's say I'm a, I'm a Latino. Or let's say I'm an African-American. Or let's say I'm a... Um, I don't know. I'm a believer in, in, in a specific uh, value that I want someone to represent me. So I'm looking for someone who's who's promising me something. And that's what's going to make me basically um, vote for that person. Now, a lot of times, or throughout my life, honestly, I have looked at voting as it being a bad thing. Obviously, because I grew up here and I know how voting is. Voting is not really, with with all honesty, is not really making any difference because voting, especially when it comes to presidents or whatever, there's so many different levels of voting and so many different um, ways of doing it. I'm not even... I'm not even uh, a professional enough to even explain voting here in America. Um, but I know that, you know, the, the, the smaller the class is, the smaller the position is, uh, voting is, is a little easier, basically. Uh, you guys vote for this guy to uh, be the, uh, you know, a councilman in the, um, uh, in the education department or someone that rep- represent this small group in, in this place or that place or whatever. And 
you know, from my understanding, it's it's much easier and uh, more straightforward. Now, what had been happening uh, in the area of Dearborn, Dearborn Heights, when the big issue of these books that were up in there, um, in the libraries, were um, were found and discovered, um, there was a big you know, question mark, like who put these things there, who allowed for these things to be put in there, and what kind of mental um, targeting were they looking for when they put these, these, um, these books in the libraries for the kids to, sh- to see, basically showing them every little trick of the books of turning into, you know, I, I don't even want to speak or say the words on my podcast, but making it very explicit and making it very nasty, basically. And if you guys have heard about the Dearborn uh, issue regarding the, the, the library books, you guys already know what I'm talking about. But what kind of what kind of idea did you guys have or did they have when they were putting these books in there? Did they really want to turn everybody in, in, the, in, the, in the direction of going, uh, I guess, um, in, in the opposite direction, basically, of what we... Uh, Arabs and Muslims and in the community of Dearborn uh, and Dearborn Heights, basically, that's that's a big percentage. I'm not going to say 99.99%. I'm going to say it's a very big uh, a very big group of people that are Muslim and, and Arabs uh, in, in the area, even Hamtramck too, uh, Warren area, Ann Arbor, Ypsilanti, um, Canton, uh, all these places in Michigan, it's, it's a big number of people out there. Now, uh, a big number of Muslims and Arabs out there. So when you are injecting these books in the in the libraries, where these where these libraries are are basically mostly Arabs and and Muslims, you are really targeting them and trying to train them and teach them how to perform uh, activities that they were not comfortable in reading and uh, learning about. Uh, ever in their life, not not at home, not at school, not anywhere, not even not even non-Arabs and non-Muslims ever were comfortable in learning these actions. So when we have something like this in our society, then we have a problem, and everybody wants to say something. So obviously, there's got to be some people who want to say, you know what, I'll represent you guys. I'll make sure this never happens. I'll make sure I'll be on top of things where we'll make we'll make them, you know, look into these books and make sure that we uh, look at everything before it's it's um, you know in front of our kids' uh, eyes or in their hands or whatever. Now these representatives, and I, I sat down and I talked to a lot of people who who were pro or against um, some representatives out there. And it seems like once you go into office and you're 
being backed by people or by different organizations with big bucks, big money. Your views change. So I sat down with this one guy and he's telling me I was there when the meeting was happening and that's so forth. And then the, the meeting that happened after and the meeting that happened after. And I saw that some of the representatives are speaking softly. What do I mean by softly? Before they got endorsed by any company or any big organization, um, they were like, yo, I can't let this happen. This is never going to happen. I'll make sure that I stop it from happening, blah, blah, blah. And then when they got endorsed, they're speaking softly and they're saying, okay, it's the freedom of speech and freedom of um, different opinions and freedom of different rights or whatever, you know, so, so many crazy stuff. So before the endorsement, they were very strong and tough. And then when the endorsement comes in, then they're speaking a little soft and, you know, their representation became different. And that's the reason why I wanted to talk about this today. I am talking, I'm directing this message to our representatives, people who promise that they're going to represent us correctly. The representation is based on honesty and truth. When you say I'm going to represent you guys and you promise that you're going to represent something and you know, an idea and a belief or whatever, then you need to stick by it. You need to stick by it. Don't let the money control you. With all honesty, don't let money control you. If you are that weak to the point where as soon as you start seeing that money, you will change your opinion and your mindset, then don't run. Don't run for office. I know a lot of people run for office for the money. I know I, I know they do. I don't think, and I could be wrong when I say this, and don't quote me on this, I don't think more than maybe 10 to 20% of those people who are running are actually running because they have a passion to change things. I think they're just running so they can have power, they can have money, and they can have respect. And obviously, that's what, Humanity is all about. But this is not the right place to be. That You're cheating people. Honestly, you're cheating people when you go out there and you run for whatever office position there is out there and you don't comply by what you believe in before the endorsements. Endorsements are pretty nice, man. You know, you get, you get some good money. You get some good people on your side. You got that power. You're recognized and this and that. But then you sold your your values to that money. You sold those values. It's not cool. It's not cool at all. I can't say this enough. I cannot say this enough. And for people, for Voters, I understand why you don't believe in the system anymore. 
and you see why I don't believe in the system anymore myself. Even though at this moment when I started seeing all this craziness that's happening in the in the public education system, I thought, you know what, if we had some representatives from our people in there, then we would we would be okay. But after hearing and seeing some of the opinions changing all of a sudden, all as soon as the money started coming in, I'm like, yo. I mean, there are some good people out there, don't get me wrong, and I really backed them up, but I can't trust the system, bro. My dear brother and sister, be careful when you are giving your voice to those people. Let's say in the education department, in the education system, there are some good brothers that's running right now. And I, I trust me, I talked about one of the brothers and I really trust that he's going to stay and stick to his opinion and stick to his values. But there are some, yo, that's been changing opinions and I can't mention no names, obviously. I'm not here. I'm not here on a political podcast. I'm here on a advise, advising type of Dawa podcast where, you know, I say what I see and I say what I think, and I try to keep it neutral, but at the same time, I'm going to call it as I see it, without calling names, obviously. Now, we do have a problem in the education system, and we think that we got to vote for somebody to change what's happening in the public school system. For me, I think the, the safest route out is not to take my kids to this public school system. Well, honestly, I'd rather take them to a private school, pay a little bit more money and, you know, uh, keep them safe or do what I did already this year. Alhamdulillah, I started my own school and I'm teaching my own kids and the kids in my circle and, and the people who are bringing their kids to my circle online and in person. And I say, welcome to anybody that is uh, in the same state of mind and the same thought process that they feel like, you know what, I'm going to take my kids out of the public school system and I want to put them somewhere safe. I made sure that my prices are not sky high and I wanted, you know, I, w- I wanted to make sure that it's affordable for myself and for others. And I just did that. Can everybody do the same thing? If they can, alhamdulillah, let's do it. But if they can't, let's, let's put our hands together and let's make sure that we get out of that system where we don't need all that nonsense to be um, embedded in our kids' minds. At the same time, we can feel a little bit safer. You know what I mean? We feel a little bit safer. And then, inshallah, once the kids grow a little older, then you have done your job as a, as a Muslim parent, as a parent in general. You get what I'm saying? And this is this is part of the solution. This is not really the solution. This is not really the solution. We are in the land of the free. We are in America. We are in the United States. We came here. We knew the consequences when we came here. Our parents did. Even though my father, Allah, may Allah SWT have mercy on him, he he always asked me and, I, and told me and my, my siblings to try to 
go to a different land where you can practice Islam and not be worried about your kids or whatever. Now, there's always pros and cons in every land that you go to, every land. But the best thing to do is to try to get the best out of what you currently have. And the best out of what you currently have here in America is that, yeah, you, you're right. We do have freedom to do a lot of good things. We do have freedom of choice, freedom of religion, freedom of a lot of things, alhamdulillah. And obviously, obviously we can't uh, you know, forget about that. So that's why we need to act accurately, protect our kids, protect our families, take care of ourselves, take care of our lives, and be as best as we can be. That's all we can do. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is in control of everything. We have to have pure intentions, clear intentions, and obviously positive and good intentions. And as we talked about last time, remember why we're here. We need to hit, we need to be a good impact in this life. Make sure we raise our kids in the best way possible, the best way that is available for us, the best way possible. Obviously, we're not all on the same level, whether it's wealth or education or health or position or place or whatever. But we do everything we can do to get to a better position, better lifestyle, and the same thing, better upbringing of our children because we're leaving them behind us when we pass away and we pass this life and we go to the next life. We want to make sure that when we leave them behind us, they have what it takes to continue this legacy of the Islamic teachings and the, and the purity of our of a Muslim life. And and the best thing that a Muslim does to this earth and this to this life is to make it better. Life is better with Islamic lifestyle. So that's what we're about and that's what we're inshallah uh, you know um, working to make sure we do. And we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to allow us to do this and to help us and strengthen us together as a Muslim community here in America and throughout the world to be better to our world, to be better to our neighbors and friends and family and, and everybody in this earth and to make sure that we leave this earth in the best way possible. And I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make our representatives the best because they represent us and they speak on our behalf in this world. We ask them, we ask those representatives to be honest and to keep those values that they are fighting for, whether they got the paycheck or don't. Make sure that you're working this position for the passion that you, that you believe in, the values that you believe in. And if it's money, then yo, <laughs> it's a, uh, it's the end of the game. For us, for them, they're just having fun and making money. But for us, we need to look for someone who's really passionate about that position and passionate about that office um, that they're running for. May Allah SWT bless us with the best of representatives out there that will represent us and fight for us 
and be there for us and for our family. Allahumma ameen. Thank you very much for being with us in this podcast. And I really uh, hope that you would pass this podcast if you found it positive and beneficial. Pass it on to someone else. Let them hear it. And support the channel. Support the channel. We're just trying to make sure that we uh, bring the best out and share it with the world. Obviously for our benefit and for the benefit of others. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make us. Um, the type of people that benefit others and benefit ourselves as well and make us from those who learn the beneficial knowledge and pass it along to those who need it. And if you don't need it, then all you can do is just pass it along to those who need it. Jazakumullah khair. Thank you very much. And we'll see you next time in a different podcast. If you have any feedback or suggestions, please let us know. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Peace.